unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Warning, warning. There is nothing wrong with your podcast. Do not attempt to adjust the volume. Ben and Noah is controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we'll make it louder. If we wish to make it softer, we'll make it softer. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you hear. Welcome aliens, reptiles, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, reptilians, and humans. I'm your host, Ben Capetillo, and Noah Capetillo. You are listening to Ben's and Noah's Conspiracies. Sit back and relax, and let your brain peel away the mysteries of the world. The place is here, the time is now, and the journey into the shadows that we're about to hear could be our journey. Time, a handy fiction to explain why everything doesn't happen all at once or maybe you and I are the fiction moving minute Minute by minute. minute hello welcome back to Ben and Noah's conspiracy theories yes sir we're back I know we were gone for like two months but a lot of stuff happened in the summer isn't that right daddy Oh yeah, we took a break during the summertime, you know, got away from little things, started doing family time, you know, we're still watching videos and still trying to pick up on conspiracy theories out there, and boy, a lot has happened in the past two months that we need to talk about. Yes, sir. So, I think the main thing of the summer, though, is that we went to Disney World. Now, Disney World was super fun. Now, my favorite right there was Cosmic Rewind. I think you too, right, Dad? Or was it another one? No, no, absolutely. You know, um, Cosmic Rewind was my favorite ride up there in Disney. But is there any conspiracy theories about Disney? You think it's inside of a dome? I mean, there's a lot of things we don't know about Disney. I mean, for example, there's the Walt Disney frozen head, or that they froze his body until they found the cure for his cancer. Now Disney goes too. But... Um, there's also the other theory that we're in, that Disney's in a dome, and that's why it rains so much. It's because it's they're purposely making it rain. I don't know why they would purposely make it rain, but a lot of people believe it's in a dome. I think it's in a dome as well, because in the beginning of every movie, you see it, you see um, the castle go into a big old dome or something that that goes around it. Yeah, that could be true. You know, in the movies, it shows like the little waterfalls and things and fireworks yada yada. But it looks like it's in a dome though. I believe so, and I, and I think it is. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things out there, right? Of course, but that's what makes it fun. It makes it fun to believe different things that this world is not boring, that this world is super exciting, super mysterious, and the other thing I believe in as well. But the moon, I think the moon is hollow, and aliens created the moon, or the government created. The, the moon or somebody created the moon I believe the moon is not real and it's put up there to make this world happen I don't believe that I genuinely think the moon is just nature and not in itself 
Okay, so when they landed on the moon, Noah, let me ask you a question. Why was it not bright on the moon, but it's clearly bright when we see it in the sky? Explain oh. that. Oh, easy. So I'm about to get into some science here, so nerd mode on. But so basically the sun, whenever the earth, whenever, whenever the moon is turning around the earth, depending, the reason why it's bright is because of the sun. So if you're saying that the reason why it wasn't bright when they landed on it, they probably landed on the dark side of the moon, the side that's not being lit up by the sun. So that's probably why they, it was dark. Okay, okay. now explain when they landed on the moon, what was that for that lasted for an hour when they landed on it? That it was a giant rocket. And how was there a thong? Okay, was it a sound or was it a vibration? It was both. How can it be a sound? No exactly. One. That's my point, Noah. I don't believe it, man. The astronauts claimed that it was a, a dong for about an hour. About an hour. That must have been, oh man. Can you believe that? That must have been really loud, but wow. For an hour? You're kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Damn. Uh, Explain that. Maybe, okay, maybe you could be right about being, being hollow, but I don't believe that it was created by the government. It could have been created by something else. I mean, think about it. The fact that Earth is the only planet that has one moon, I think, and that moon does its job. I'm mean, sure there's a lot of other planets. But there's also a theory that I've been thinking about too. That according, if you're right, what if aliens tried to make other Earths? And what I mean by that, so you know how like there's Venus and stuff like that, and how they have different planets or different moons. Like, what if those were all prototype moons, and they just never could crack it until they got to our planet, and that's when they got it right. Which is why our planet only has one instead of like five or six. That makes sense. It, they could have been the prototype, and we just got lucky. We got the final. We got the, we got the, I guess in a way, we got the best build. But then again, there is a thing to where the the moon is actually moving away from us, if you didn't know. Every day, it's moving away a centimeter away from Earth. Keep going. Continue. And when it moves away a center, it, it'll eventually... It'll eventually just reach the point to where we'll just die. Now, I know that might seem scary, but don't even worry about it because we're fine right now. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna take like, what, billions, maybe trillions of, no, not trillions, but billions, maybe, maybe a couple millions. You'll, you'll be dead before it, it even does anything. So, don't worry about it. You'll be fine for now. But, another thing is, is, so there's these things, I swear to God, I saw. So I remember whenever I was looking out my window, I saw this like thing. It was very weird. It was like a dog, but like the dog had like these weird eyes. What I mean by that is, you know how like usually whenever like you're taking light to a um, cat or a dog, their eyes glow, right? But yeah, there was no brightness around Damn. the dog. The dog's eyes were just bright. Like just looking at me and I was just like, you know what? No. So I closed my window and I just went to sleep. Cause I was not about to deal with whatever the hell was out there. That's for someone else to do. I'm not stupid. I'd rather just not do that, you know. And a lot more stuff over there. So while we so while we're talking, 
um, I know this is kind of like late, but since we're talking about Disney earlier, but Disney World, a lot of people believe is a social test. Now, the social test could be stuff about, I don't know, it could be how many people are willing or how many people can they get into a certain area. But there's plenty more theories like that. Another one is, um, hmm, let me think, there's a lot. Oh, yeah. I Over the summer, I did make a backrooms wheel. And what I mean by the backrooms wheel is I had this wheel. And it, what it'll basically do is it'll tell you how what would happen if you were to go to the backrooms. So, for example... So, I got a video that I've been watching this guy. He talks about the moon is hollow and he talks about the back rooms he's really really good um we should let we should let it play so which one do you want to start with first let's start with the moon is hollow yours and then we'll go to the back of the line okay, turn it up despite it being humanity's constant companion through all of recorded time the moon is still a mystery science hasn't been able to explain how the moon was formed its unusual orbit its distance from us, its density, its composition, its... Science hasn't been able to explain how the moon was formed. Its unusual orbit, its distance from us, its density, its composition, its structure. These are all still questions. Now, there are theories about the moon that solve some of these puzzles, but they don't solve all of them. There's only one theory that answers every scientific question about the moon. Just one. That the moon is a hollow artificial structure brought here by someone else. Let's find out why. Who do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? Like, about the moon being hollow? Yeah, well, who do you think created the moon? I mean, for all we know, it could have just been some rock, or it could be some really scientific experiment to try keeping Earth alive longer. Let's find out. By the way, I like watching this episode on YouTube called The Why Files. It's where nerds come to learn. That's personal. Let's start at the beginning. We're taught that the moon has been here forever. But there's controversy about this because scientists can't agree on how the moon was formed in the first place. The first theory of how the moon became linked to the Earth is the capture theory. It says the moon was just floating along, drifted near the Earth, and was pulled into orbit. This is almost impossible. Another explanation is the accretion theory, that the moon and Earth formed out of dust clouds in the early solar system. But when systems form through accretion, they share similar traits. If the moon was formed this way, it would have an iron core, like the Earth. It would spin on an axis, like the Earth. But neither of these are true. The fission hypothesis was popular for a while, and this says the early Earth was spinning so fast that the moon was formed out of rock in the Pacific Ocean that was flung into space. But we later learned that moon rock is much older than the bottom of the ocean, so this is unlikely. The most popular explanation is the giant impact theory. This says that a large object about the size of Mars smashed into the proto-Earth. The debris field from the collision coalesced to create the Earth-Moon system. Again, these conditions would have to be so perfect that the odds are... Astronomical. Right. Now, a recent theory is a combination of all of these. That a large object collided with the Earth about four and a half billion years ago, essentially vaporizing it. And this vapor is called a synestia. And the synestia was spinning very rapidly, forming a torus. And the moon formed on the edge of this torus. Whoa, 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 whoa,
It does, but in geometry, if you revolve a circle around an axis in three-dimensional space, it's called a torus. You wonder why you're not popular at parties. I'm very popular at parties, aren't I? So, we still don't know how the moon was created. You would think that actually going to the moon and collecting rock samples would solve some of these puzzles. But when moon rocks were brought back and studied, it only created more questions. It seems much easier to explain the non-existence of the moon. Since landing on the moon in 1969, there... The moon landing was as fake as a teenager's Instagram. I knew you were going to yes, do this. Yes, it okay. was fake. Do you like the idea that the moon... The moon bull. landing was fake. Bull. No, no, there's no bull here. There's plenty of it. No. So it's coming out of your mouth right now. It's, all, it's coming out of your mouth right now. No, let's continue. No, wait, hold on. Before we do, we need to debate about this. Why do you believe it that it's fake? Because it was made on Walt Disney inside of a room. Really? That's the best you've got. Come on, hit me with something else. Give me, come on, give me some evidence here. I want. I There's some a lot of evidence out there. And say some, spit it out. The shoes that he was wearing doesn't match the footprints on the moon, supposedly. The dust could have been just settled and windowed. No, it's way different. You look it up. Fine. All right, let's continue. So that's one of them. It's a hollow spaceship. Okay, so for us to explore this theory, you need to concede that we went to the moon. Fine, Fine. I will concede we went to the moon. We would believe Thank that we went to the moon. But those were unmanned missions. The Thank landings you. were actually filmed in a studio in Burbank, California. Fine, uh, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> moon rocks and soil samples brought back from the moon are strange. On Earth, the newest rocks are at the surface, and the rock gets older as you go deeper. But this is obvious and logical. But on the moon, the soil on the surface is older than the rocks underneath. And the surface rocks are older than the rock underneath them. It's backwards. The only way this happens on Earth is when we drill, dig, and mine, bringing all the material to the surface. But we see this all over the moon. Now, if the moon was somehow hollowed out, older rock would be on top. But the list of anomalies goes on. Typical planetary structures have denser materials toward the core and lighter materials toward the surface. On the moon, this too is reversed, and no one can really explain why. The moon's surface is pockmarked by asteroid impacts that have happened for billions of years, so you would expect the rock around the impact craters to be different ages. But there is a strange uniformity in the age of these rocks. The chemical makeup of lunar dust is all. If lunar dust is the result of billions of years of impacts, why does it have a different chemical makeup of the rocks around it? The moon doesn't have a magnetic field, yet moon rocks are strongly magnetized. The Earth is 4.6 billion years old, but the oldest rocks we found are much younger than that. Moon rocks are older, much older. Some rocks have been dated to the very beginning of the solar system, and some are said to be even older than that. Uranium-236 and Neptunium-237 are found on the moon. This is notable because those radioactive elements don't occur naturally. The only way we see those isotopes on Earth is if we create them. Titanium, chromium, and zirconium are rare on Earth, but these are found in abundance on the moon. If the Earth and moon were formed together, why such a big discrepancy? And those metals happen to be some of the most strongest materials that are known to exist. 
and they're highly resistant to corrosion. If you wanted to reinforce a structure, these are the metals you would use. This structural reinforcement could explain why moon craters all seem to be the same depth, no matter how wide they are. Shouldn't craters of different sizes be of different depths? It's as if there's a resilient metallic shell just beneath the surface of the moon, preventing anything from penetrating further. Now, if there are some type of instruments on the moon's surface that could detect seismic activity, we could test the hollow moon theory by intentionally colliding objects with the moon. This sounds like a setup. We did this, didn't we? We did. Is it hollow? Well, hey The moon is 100% hollow. Could be, could be. It would seem that the moon is more like a hollow than a... After returning to the command module, the Apollo 12 crew intentionally released the lunar lander, crashing it into the moon's surface. Then something very unexpected happened. Seismic measurements showed that the moon rang like a bell and reverberated for more than an hour. This was with a very small Fine. object compared to the size of the moon. Fine. Boom! You see? Boom! In your face. Boom, boom, boom. Fine, you win. I still believe it's real though. I don't know. I mean, it made a ringing sound. So, let's find out. So during Apollo 13, an even heavier object was crashed into the surface. This time, the moon rang for over three hours and vibrations traveled to a depth of 20 miles. This doesn't happen on Earth. Reverberations last only a few minutes because of the Earth's density. And on Earth, vibrations slow down as they move toward the Earth's center, where material is denser. But the vibrations on the moon actually got faster around 40 miles down, indicating the interior of the moon is not only far less dense, but perhaps has large, hollow cavities. The density of the moon is something that's difficult to explain. The moon is about 25% the size of the Earth but it's only about 1% of the Earth's density. If the moon were a hollow shell, this would explain that. Besides the density issue, the moon has a lot of characteristics and coincidences that we don't see anywhere else. The moon is actually more like a planet than a moon. At one quarter of the Earth's size, no other object in the solar system has a moon this large. This occurs nowhere else, not in our solar system or any other solar system that we found. And the moon orbits much more closely than it should. And its orbit is also a mystery. It's the only object we've ever observed with a near perfectly circular orbit. We don't see this anywhere else either. Because of this near perfect orbit and its size and distance from the Earth, the moon appears in the sky as almost the exact same size as the sun. This is what allows us to have eclipses. Our distance to the sun is 400 times our distance to the moon. And the size of the sun is 400 times the size of the moon. Could this be a coincidence? Yeah. Well, when enough coincidences pile up, we may have to adjust our thinking and be a little more open-minded. And that's what happened in 1970. Two Soviet scientists looked at all the evidence and all these coincidences and came to what they felt was the only logical conclusion. And they agreed that their theory sounded crazy, but said not only is the moon hollow, but it's also a spacecraft that traveled here in the distant past. So now we have to ask, who built the moon? Who do you think built the moon? I think the aliens or the government. But the moon didn't just happen to appear one day. To be like, hey, I'm here. 
I'm here to save Earth. Let me just continue to do what I'm doing up here. Well, I mean, I can counter that. Now you, now you believe in conspiracy theories, right? You believe in the paranormal and the fact that things can just come out of reality, right? Just out of nowhere, just something could exist. So do you think it came from a black hole? It could have. It could have came from something somewhere else completely different. It could have, for all we know, it could have just appeared. So let me put in, let me, let me say something real quick. All right. So what if there was another planet that was dying and they needed to make another planet survive and bring to life? But the only way to do that was to create a ball-shaped moon to put it next to another planet so we could start surviving, growing, started the, the water and, you know, the sea and starts to, you know, create Earth. And you're saying that that's where we came from. That's where our planet's origins. It could be. Could be our planet's origins. Could be not. The lunar orbiter experiment had velocity improved knowledge of the moon's gravitation field and indicated that the frightening possibility that the moon might be hollow. Every ancient culture on Earth has stories about the moon, but it's interesting that the further back you go, the fewer stories there are. And if you go back far enough, there are stories that talk about a sky before the moon arrived. Roman and Greek authors in the 5th century BC have stories about the proselytes, and they lived in an area called Arcadia. And they said they've been here since before there was a moon in the heavens. Now, on the other side of the world, the ancient culture of Tiwanaka in Bolivia also refers to a time when there was no moon. The Tiwanaka claim the moon arrived between 11,500 and 13,000 years ago. If you're into ancient theories as much as I am, you'll recognize that this time coincides perfectly with a period called the Younger Dryas. And all kinds of myths and mysteries are said to have happened during the Younger Dryas, and we'll cover them on this channel. Now going back to Africa, there are Zulu legends that specifically say the moon is hollow, and living inside is an intelligent race of reptilian extraterrestrials. Lizard people. Yep. Why is it always lizard people? Because that's alien. That's where that's that's there's people in the office right now that are aliens. There's freaking what's his name? Biden, he's a freaking reptilian. That Pelosi is a reptilian. Can we get more original, please? I'm tired of healing reptilians. Like, what about, I don't know, Charmeleon, something like that. I don't know. Get more original, man. Lizard people built the moon! That's what they believe. Lizard people are very industrious. They seem to be. The Zulu believe the moon was put into orbit by two brothers who were gods. And this legend is similar to what the Sumerians believed. The Sumerians also had a legend of two brothers, Enki and Enlil, who were called... Anunnaki, the extraterrestrial gods who created mankind. Everything is falling into place with this one. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. How about this? The Zulu also believed that before the moon arrived, the climate of the Earth was very different. There were no seasons, and a blanket of thick water vapor covered the entire planet. And we now know that the moon does stabilize our climate. Without the moon's gravity, the Earth's axis would wobble. There would be no consistent seasons, no tides, extreme weather. The presence of the moon is what allows life on Earth to thrive. 
So back to the Zulu. The Earth was covered by a thick layer of water vapor, and you could only see the sun through this hazy mist. When the moon was finally placed into orbit, all this water vapor fell at once, and it created a cataclysmic global flood. Always a flood. Always, every time. Every ancient culture has a flood myth, and there's mounting evidence that this did indeed happen during the Younger Dryas. Cultures around the world have myths that are in perfect sync with each other. The coincidences keep piling up. The Zulu legend talks about how the arrival of the moon changed the tides and stabilized the climate. And this is something that wasn't understood by science until the past hundred years. Yet somehow the ancient Zulu were able to make the connection between the moon and the tides and the seasons. All of these myths and legends, plus strange coincidences and anomalies about the moon, start to add up to a compelling theory that the moon is hollow, is artificial, and was placed here by intelligent beings long ago. But coincidences aren't proof, and myths aren't proof. We need to know what's been happening on the moon lately to see if we can make our case with hard evidence. Lucky for us, the evidence is there. The best possible explanation for the moon is the observational error. The moon doesn't exist. All existing explanations for its presence are fraught with difficulties. Science tells us that the moon is a cold, lifeless place. It has no atmosphere. There hasn't been seismic activity for millions of years. Its core, unlike the Earth's, is cold. For a supposedly dead world, there's an awful lot of activity up there. On March 7, 1971, a cloud of water vapor appeared on the moon that covered 100 square miles, and it was there for 14 hours before it dissipated. There's not supposed to be atmosphere on the moon, but for those 14 hours, there was. In fact, six astronomers in the past 100 years have documented a glowing mist in the crater named Plato, the same mist the same crater over many years. Boulder tracks are seen on the moon, all over the place. And that's weird enough, but how do boulders roll for miles and then go uphill, like in this photo? And since the days of Aristotle, astronomers have seen strange lights appear on the surface of the moon, sometimes visible with the naked eye. NASA even reported that between the years 1540 and 1967, there were 570 sightings of light flashes on the moon that couldn't be explained. Sightings of strange lights continue to this day. The Aristarchus crater was photographed in 1992, and it shows a glowing blue light, now called the Blue Gem. And this anomaly has been seen by Earth-based telescopes every few years since. Some have even speculated it's a fusion reactor. And these events of mysterious light and mist happen so frequently that there's even a name for them. Transient Lunar Phenomena, or TLPs. But things get even more weird. There are plenty of photographs of what appear to be artificial objects on the surface of the moon. Towers that reach several miles high. Pyramids, symmetrical structures. These have been photographed by astronomers, probes, even the astronauts themselves. And the biggest anomaly of all? Why haven't we gone back to the moon? Sergeant Carl Wolf was working as a technician for the Air Force, and he was repairing equipment that transferred images from a lunar satellite. Those photos, according to Sergeant Wolf, showed artificial structures on the moon, what he described as a base. And this is corroborated by another technician working with Wolf. And Wolf wasn't a UFO ET moon theory guy. He was just a tech. 
He said he was excited to see the pictures on the news and have NASA explain what they were. He was surprised when the photos never turned up. The photos were found in a very early release from NASA. These structures are very large and very tall. You can even see they cast shadows. And these are photos I'd like to learn more about, but I can't, they no longer exist. Now, almost immediately after landing on the moon, the Apollo 11 crew said they saw something that shook them up. Watch the press conference they gave when they returned. These men aren't acting like they made history or had a life-changing experience. It's the a beginning of a new age. He looks so sad. They look sad, frightened, uncomfortable, even depressed. Why? Is there a reason we haven't returned to the moon? And could it be that the Apollo missions discovered something that ancient cultures knew centuries ago? Something that reputable scientists believe is the only answer to this list of mysteries. That the moon is not what it seems or what we've been told. The moon is hollow, artificially constructed, and appeared in Earth's orbit from somewhere else, far away. Yeah, makes sense to me. Does it make sense to you? So what can science explain about the hollow moon spaceship theory? Well, the formation of the moon is still unknown, so score theory one, science zero. The density problem is said to be because after the giant impact, the Earth's upper mantle formed the moon. The mantle is much less dense than the core. Okay, the problem with this is, the giant impact theory probably isn't what happened. And the theory about the Earth and the moon forming out of that big donut shape? Um, in geometry, that's called a torus. Taurus. Well, that wouldn't explain the density discrepancy. We're told the moon ringing like a bell is because the moon is much less dense, and the moon's rock has much less water, so vibrations reverberate longer and farther. This can't be proven, but okay. The perfect eclipses? Well, here's where science wins. The eclipses aren't exact. They're close, but not perfect. Besides, the moon is drifting farther away from the Earth every year, so eclipses are becoming less and less perfect all the time. And whether the moon arrived 14,000 years ago or was formed billions of years ago, it was much closer to the Earth, so it was much larger in the sky. Now, NASA claims that we know the moon isn't hollow because of seismic observations. And that's fair, but it's still conjecture. Look, we don't know for sure what's at the center of the Earth, much less what's at the center of the moon. If there's anything at all. Right. Now the structures are said to be shadows or optical illusions. Nope. And the lights are from meteor impacts or reflections from glassy patches on the surface. Nope. But the bottom line is this. Yes, the hollow moon spaceship theory is a wild one, I admit that. And many of the anomalies found on the moon can be explained. The explanations aren't perfect, but they're enough to satisfy skeptics. And I consider myself a skeptic, but I'm open-minded. I just want to know the truth. When I started researching this story, I thought it would be a fun ride, a pure tinfoil hat experience that we could button up with science. That's not what happened. There's just so much unknown and unexplainable that something doesn't feel right about what we've been told about the moon. But as always, the space agencies and the governments they serve are very selective about the images and information they release. So I have a message for them. For NASA, the European Space Agency, Russia, China, Elon Musk, Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, and anyone with the resources to put people back on the moon. The message is this. If you want us to believe your explanations, you're going to have to prove it.
So boom. So what do you think now after hearing that video? The moon is just the moon. <laughs> the moon is just the moon. Just a giant rock in space. Floating out there for no apparent reason. No. It's just there. So how come we haven't gone back? I mean, we probably haven't gone back because something's probably on there. Something, because think about those people looked scared shitless. They looked like they were like, I don't want to go back up there, but like, I mean, think about it. They could have saw something, because if they saw a form of life, the government's going to make them shut up. Because the moment that we say something about, oh my God, we saw like something on the moon, like a life, like something that's breathing, something that's living, something that's eating, the government's going to shut them up real quick, either by money or by assassination. Yeah, that's true, and that's happened a lot, you know, like that guy who invented a card that runs on water, he was assassinated, you know, that was one thing that could have happened, and then there was another thing where this guy created the cure for cancer, for AIDS, and all sickness, but they assassinated him because that means no money to the pharmaceutical base, so it all makes sense, you know, it all comes down to, which I have one here um my question is why do they care about money so much that's what makes the world turns around noah i know that's what makes the world turn around but they're the government can't they just print themselves money that's, that's what they've been doing and then why do they want more of it they can just make as much as they want because that's what makes the world goes around Noah. That, think about this they want to be so freaking powerful once they're there they're bored and they want to become what? More rich, powerful. Yeah. Hey, government, you mind signing me like a million bucks? That'd be uh, appreciated. Yeah, that'd be very, very good. You know, hook us up. Hook us up. Well, then they might, they might not like us because we're trying to expose them. So. Mm. Yeah, they might not like it, but they're going to have to deal with us and others out there. They can't shut up everyone. That's the thing. No, no. Because the moment start, the moment people start going around missing more, they forget about the, the things that we have in our amendment. That the fact that we feel like our government is just not good enough, we'll overthrow it. A hundred percent. And we have more members that, than the government. So eventually, it might take a year or a couple of years, maybe a decade, but we'll win eventually. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's kind of like the whole president thing to where if we feel like our president's not good enough, we'll, we'll throw him out. The, I like that though on how the people are supposed to have the power not the people up there but the people who are actually suffering can go up there and smack the dude out of his chair hmm imagine that imagine someone walking up like to Joe Biden and smacking him out of his chair and telling him you're not doing a good job I would love to do that put me in coach that daddy can't assault a president uh I don't think he's our president daddy can't Regardless, you can't just assault someone. True, true. Okay, okay. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. But he needs to leave the office right away. Okay. Whatever, whatever. Did you hear about what Donald Trump, about the, the FBI? Yeah, but I just found out just a couple of minutes ago. It was a bunch of baloney, and they're regretting it big time because he's coming after them full force. That's my boy. You don't mess with my boy like that. There was someone on the news... 
that he died while holding an AR-15 attacking the FBI because they were searching Donald Trump. And he had a letter that when they found out, when they went over to you know see that body, he had a letter that said, "Don't be afraid to kill the FBI." And I, I was like, "What the, what the hell?" Yeah, no, nah, that's just crazy. What we need to do is have no violence, of course, right? No violence, but we all need to stick together and vote out every single bad uh, people and that's running the government right now. Vote him out. So. A lot of if you don't like what's going on out there, we have every right to vote every single one of them out of there when it comes to elections. Um, we cannot let them win and destroy the American people like the way they've been doing it. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of stuff that goes around. But I think one of the main things is that people, um, people are now starting to regret voting for Joe Biden. Like, really regretting it. A lot of people that voted for Joe Biden are saying, "I wish I could. I wish we could have the orange hair man back." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish too, but uh, these people—they're just—they—they they weren't listening when I was trying to, you know, tell everybody. But that's on them. Yep. And now we're dealing with it. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm more scared for my generation. I'm not sure how we're gonna do whenever we become adults. Look, I want you to hear this right. This is true and false. The U.S. Air Force lost a nuclear bomb. True. An Air Force pilot accidentally dropped it somewhere off the coast of Georgia in 1958. The Navy searched for months and nobody knows where it is. If you find it, it's best to leave it alone. True or false? Alcohol kills brain cells. Yes. You think it does? 100%. No, it's false. Nah, put I bet it. you it's false. False. Oh. Alcohol damages brain cells, but it doesn't kill them. Still, if you can avoid drinking, it's a good thing to do. True or false? Honey lasts forever and never spoils. True. Never spoils. It's it's 100% natural. Never goes out. Yep. True. Food only spoils if organisms can grow in it. Organisms can't grow in honey. 5,000-year-old honey has been discovered, and it's considered perfectly edible. But nobody's tried it yet. Yeah, that must be Would disgusting. you? True or false? Different parts of the tongue taste different things. True. Oh. False. False. The tongue can taste sour, bitter, salty, sweet, and umami, but all parts of the tongue can taste all of these. True or false? Sugar makes children hyperactive. False. It's false. Yep. False. Bad kids are still bad, even without the sugar. True or false? <laughs> Did you like that one out a little? Mm-hmm. True or false? Dropping a penny from the Empire State Building or from the top of the Eiffel Tower can kill someone. True. False. False. A penny's terminal velocity is about 50 kph. That wouldn't kill anyone, but it would leave a mark. True or false? An 18-inch pizza has more pizza than two 12-inch pizzas. True. What? An 18-inch pie has an area of 254 square inches. Two 12-inch pies only gives you 226 square inches, so always worded large. True or false? More people live in Bangladesh than live in Russia. True. Bangladesh has a population of about 163 million people. Russia, only 144 million. True or false? We have five senses. False. Oh, come on. Some scientists believe we have up to 21 senses. Some of these include pain, balance, temperatures, and others. True or false? Bananas grow on trees. False. Bananas are actually massive herbs that look like trees, but they're not. True or false? Dropping a pen. So it's the giant plant. 
interesting. So banana trees are not banana trees. Yeah. That's true or false. Nintendo was founded in 1889. True. Think it's false. True. Oh. Nintendo started out as a card game company over a hundred years ago. They branched out into other forms of gaming over the years. True or false? Lightning never strikes the same place twice. True. False. What? The Empire State Building gets struck 25 times a year on average. If the conditions are right, Lightning is perfectly happy to keep hammering the same spot over and over. True or false? France was still using the guillotine as recently as the same year Star Wars came out. True. True. The first Star Wars movie came out in May 1977. The last person executed by guillotine was September of that year. True or false? Swimming after eating gives you cramps. False. False. A full stomach might make you short of breath, but as far as cramps go, you'll be fine. True or false? The Great Wall of China is visible from space. False. False. No single human-made structure is visible from orbit. At least, not yet. True. Well, thank you for joining our show today. We're going to have a bigger show our next one. We're going to talk about the back rooms, getting back to our original selves, and have a couple of videos for y'all to hear. But stay tuned. But for now, later. And remember, just like I said, don't believe everything is true. Because the thing you might know it, that thing that was supposedly true, could be the thing that kills you. Ooh, that was dark and deep. Well, thank you for listening to our show. Laters. Later, Gators.